What's going on, everybody? My name is Rob, and I'm the host of The Curated Culture, a weekly podcast dedicated to dissecting the latest and greatest news from around the world of tech and pop culture. Now, we all know the internet can be a busy, noisy place, so let us calm that noise for you. Join us as we discuss the latest and greatest topics from the people and sources that matter most. Check us out every Thursday as we jump into fresh, original content, new interviews, and a host of other subjects that we know you'll find interesting. So jump in whatever your favorite podcast app is and search The Curated Culture. Make sure you subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. And in the meantime, we'll catch y'all on the air. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, and welcome back to Realistic Sustainability Educational Shorts. And yeah, this week is an educational short. It feels like I haven't done one of those in a while. I just had a conversation with a friend of mine about greeting cards. I don't think it's much of a secret if you listen to the show how much I dislike greeting cards. That isn't because I didn't get greeting cards as a kid or always failed to give them out to others, which made me feel bad, but it really was learning about embodied energy. Greeting cards are one of those things that is really off the charts when it comes to embodied energy and its life cycle. Now, is it hard to be a person who never gives greeting cards? Sometimes. I mean, Jamie and her mom really like traditional ways of dealing with holidays and and gift giving. I, on the other hand, do not. I don't like greeting cards. I don't like gift bags. I don't like wrapping paper. And there's always a little bit of conflict there. Luckily for me, if Jamie wants to, she does it. And if I throw too big of a fit, she humors me. So I'm kind of lucky, but not all of you may be. Greeting cards have a ton of embodied energy in them. And think about some things here. We're talking about these non-recyclable foil-lined, glittery, glossy, laminated cards that they can't be recycled. These are items that even if you had the best of intentions, you could not turn a greeting card into another greeting card. On top of the fact that just in the United States, we produce 1.3 billion holiday cards a year. 1.3 billion holiday cards a year. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of greeting cards. And I and I don't even know exactly how many get used. I think there are there's quite a few that end up just going from print and production to the store to not being sold, possibly just immediately thrown out. I know that when I worked in retail, there was a lot of products that once they got a certain age, you just threw in a dumpster. Matter of fact, and I won't say the company, but one of those companies had chargers with cords. And I had to cut the cord to ensure no one jumped in the dumpster and got a free one. So not only did this item go through the whole embodied energy of being created, shipped, and sat there with us, but then I couldn't even finish a life cycle. It never had a use phase. We just had to cut the cords, throw them in the trash. 
And I think that's what happens with a lot of greeting cards all over the United States. So why are greeting cards really one of those things that gets under my skin? Well, obviously, paper production. That's the very first part. It's very energy intensive. And you're, 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 first of all, you're cutting down trees, you're creating a pulp, you're bleaching. It takes a ton, ton of fresh water and, and in the creation of just the base stock of a greeting card. It is one of the largest consumers beyond agriculture that of, of fresh, clean water. It is a large emissions process. So paper products in, their, in themselves have their flaws, but then we got to go to printing. Then we're creating these elaborate cards now. Some of them even have circuit boards in them and batteries, but you are constantly printing on all sides of the paper different colored inks, and we all know how ink is quite intensive when it comes to energy or embodied energy. So just the very basics, even before you talk about batteries in there or circuit boards to do fancy things or speakers or simply just glitter or coatings, either a plastic or a wax, these things added to it. The more elaborate, the less it can be recycled and the more energy it took to make it. That's just part of it. So that's we're talking about building the card itself. Plus, there's an envelope. Let's not forget about the process for the envelope. Still have the same kind of paper problems, but now they're going through different cutting options, adhesives, and, you know, just because every card needs an envelope. Once those are all created, they're packaged up and boxed up so they can be sent to a distributor. So wherever in the world our cards are being made, they go on a plane or a boat from one country in one region to another or into multiple regions where they can be stocked within a warehouse for the distributor. And as companies order so many of each, they ship them their order, which means that not only did it come from one country to another, but it sat there on a shelf using up space where manpower has to sort them box them in another cardboard box and ship them off to each of these companies who want to stock them on their shelves. And remember, most of these, most are not recyclable. So even if you throw them in the forever bend or attempt to recycle them, there's pieces in there that simply will not recycle. So let's look at this a little bit more analytically because, you know, I'm me. The carbon footprint of a of a greeting card. Yeah, how do we measure that carbon footprint? Well, many universities have started to create a CO2e measurement, which is a carbon dioxide equivalent measurement, taking all of the all of the processes, all of the greenhouse gases from those processes, including the energy consumption, and even converting methane and nitrous oxides back into an equivalent of carbon dioxide. Carbon dioxide becomes the measuring stick. How much carbon dioxide is produced when making a greeting card? So the University of, I think it's Exeter, hopefully I didn't beat that up too bad, has kind of formulated this to see how can they compare it to other things. So this carbon to carbon footprint balance for a greeting card on average comes out to 140 grams of CO2e, which we don't know what that means, right? We have no idea what that equivalent is for one greeting card. Now this is an equivalent to writing a one gram letter on and have it printed on recycled paper. And a standard greeting card, well, it only weighs 32 grams. But if you take that 
in the best case scenario, that 140 grams of CO2E or carbon dioxide equivalent, that is the best case scenario. That is a basic card on recycled paper. Now, if you take that and you say, let's consider non-recycled paper and post in the U.S., the carbon footprint jumps as high as 200 grams. So let's compare that because we really don't know what that is, right? Let's first take that 140 grams. That's like a 0.3 pounds of carbon dioxide. Remember earlier when I said that in the United States, we, we create 1.3 billion holiday cards? Those are just holiday cards. You take that 140 grams and you multiply it times the amount of greeting cards that we create in the United States per year. And that is enough CO2 emissions to charge 22 billion smartphones or power 22,000 homes with their energy every year. Yeah, just holiday cards. We're not talking tags. We're not talking anything, anything else other than cards for the holidays. And we could, we could power 22,000 homes a year. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of energy being used. So that's one of the reasons why I am not a fan. I am not a fan of greeting cards. I tend to write the names on the packages themselves. And yes, I do still use wrapping paper. I still use bags when needed. I try not to. I quite often just give a gift to the person. I skip the whole opening portion. They know it's from me because I handed it to them. So I try to the best of my ability, but you know, in today's world, there are certain social conventions that we tend to follow. So when you have to, you do, you just think about it to the best of your ability and minimize where you can. I, I almost always minimize at the card because I know it's such a huge waste point. So what do you do now if you're not going to use greeting cards? Well, you can do it. Like I said, hand it to them directly. You can write it directly on the package. There's, there's a lot of ways you can manage this. But as we see more and more studies, we're finding the amount of energy put up in a greeting card is excessive. So now you know. Now you know why I'm not a fan of greeting cards. And every time you hear me talk on the show, I get all negative-like when it comes to them. I don't like the amount of energy. I also don't like the fact that they're only used for a moment. Now, I'm not going to discard the fact that some people keep greeting cards. But most people don't. They tend to look at them, smile, take whatever cash or gift card or gift or message out of the inside of it, and then dispose of it. So all those operations we've talked about, all that energy we've talked about, all those processes is for less than a minute. Less than a minute. And if it's for children, shoot, to them, opening the card is an obligation. They're forced to read for a moment. We don't generally fully enjoy the card itself the message. We don't keep them and reminisce. It isn't a keepsake. It is quite often just the most elaborate tag to tell a person who they got the gift from. They smile, they nod, they say thank you, and they dispose of that card the moment someone is not looking. That is why. If it was a keepsake or things that we tend to reuse, I like the idea of just reusing the same cards, crossing the name out and see how many times you can use it. But of course, not standard convention, but my brother and I could do it. It's hilarious, but most don't. It's a single use item that really barely even gets a use. So think about it before you give that next gift. Does it need a card or will they know it's from you when you hand it to them? 
Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, share it with a friend or on social media. If you'd like to help realistic sustainability, well, leave us a review on any of your favorite podcast platforms or simply a comment. If I see them, I try to get in there and comment back. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, we only get together each week to get a little bit better. Little bit, little bit, big bit. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.